0: Hello everyone we hope you're all doing beautifully well we're cracking on with our DCS World developer interviews and today we have the pleasure of the magnitude 3 we've got four chaps that make up the magnitude 3 Novak, Michael Radu and Rudel, sorry for my pronunciations but I always get it wrong. We've got the usual questions, now disclaimer as ever, these questions all came from the valued viewers, the public, and so there will be some that are excellent, some that are okay and some that are just downright stupid, but that's how we do it. We like the public to be able to ask anything they want. And as I explained to Novak first time we met, this is all about making the developers in DCS World, as well as Eagle Dynamics themselves, more accessible. accessible. So it's not a one-way street, it's a two-way street that the public or the customers can actually ask questions of you. Thank you very much for you guys for giving up your Saturday night to come and speak to little old me. That's much appreciated, obviously. You guys, I'm not supposed to show any favoritism. I'm supposed to be completely neutral. However, uh, you guys, I'm a real big fan of because you do planes I really like. I like 50s planes, maybe delving into 60s. I love MiG-21. I love the stuff that we're going to be talking about today and as well as that you kind of you do modules that aren't necessarily going to be big sellers they're not tomcats they're not strike eagles they're not hornets they're just stuff that presumably you guys really like i find that very virtuous and good before we crack on with the questions anything from magnitude
1: oh i'd like to say thank you for inviting
0: us for this interview and thank you to everyone that's been supporting us throughout the years okay guys so we're here to talk about your latest two modules that are in the pipeline the f8j and i keep going to call call it the corsair of course it's not it's the crusader i always get it mixed up with the uh the a7 for some reason it's the crusader and it's something that i'm really interested in it's right up my alley that aircraft is and pretty much the same thing with the f4u as well and before anyone says no that's not a phantom i just everyone seems to think it's a phantom it's not it's the corsair it's even cooler than the phantom although the phantom is pretty cool okay guys let's crack on with the questions and we'll just see where it goes this is like ever with anything gr this is chilled relaxed. feel free to talk about anything you want you know it's not rigid First things first, let's see if we've got a sensible question. Will you be making an F4e module? Uh, Right, so that's the Phantom. The guy thought it was the Phantom. So we'll skip over that one. That's just showing you this is not modified. We'll skip over that one, guys. Next, it feels like so long since the F8 Crusader was announced. What timeline are we looking at for that module in DCS if we're allowed to know anything? We'd love to give timelines,
1: but you know, over the years, we've watched the user base become not so friendly to the third parties. Hmm. Uh, In regards of giving timelines of, you know, a lot of
0: times we can't meet these timelines, although we'd like to we prefer not to give one yeah (laughs) you know what you know what it's probably just the best way (laughs) because you've got so many i mean again there's a lot of stuff you can't say and there's some stuff i can't say as well but i can completely understand why it is really hard for you guys to not be able to you know to be able to say oh it want it to come out in june or or whatever and have it overrun because of problems x y and z and it's annoying, but that's just the way it is. If you have to stop giving timelines, stop giving timelines. So that's fine. Anything on that before we move on to the next question?
2: Well, uh, let's just say that we're one of the slowest uh, developer team out there. <laughs> 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 for question four i'm not sure where three went
0: but four here will you be using eagle dynamics modeling for the aim 7 sparrow or your own like heat now i'm being a massive noob here guys because i actually didn't realize the crusader had sparrows am i wrong guys
3: unfortunately sparrows were only for the special project for the super crusader ah. the version yeah. I was also puzzled by this question. It was uncertain whether it's for Corsair or Crusader.
0: Roger, yep, yeah, okay. Because, I mean, I was just blasting down this earlier. Yeah, and I don't remember them ever firing this missile. We do know that we'll have to be developing an AIM-9G, I believe. Uh, what was the other one here, on am The
3: C version was the radar
0: uh, guided. Right, the next one. Is the F4U going to whistle? I don't know that, <laughs> what that means. What does that mean, guys? Did it whistle? At certain speeds and angles of attack on the wing,
1: the uh, the machine gun ports and the holes would, would cause a whistling sound as the aircraft was flying. Uh, it's something we implemented originally during the Air show preview. It, it was hard to hear over the commenters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something we're still working on right. to improve the sound
0: quality. How interesting.
4: It was essentially it was the, the radiators opening that you can see in the Corsair images uh, close to the... Wing where ring uh, attaches to the fuselage there mm-hmm. were uh, uh, openings on the uh, both sides with the uh, little fins inside and uh, the cooler oil cooler mm-hmm. and uh, those little wings were creating a whistling sound ah. uh, as the speed uh, increased and the uh, corsair was named whistling dead
0: brilliant yeah i'm just looking inside the front of one of those one of those apertures right now and uh, that's very interesting. Now I've I've seen the this aircraft myself several times at Duxford and other air shows and I've never actually heard it whistling, but I obviously wasn't listening close enough, uh, but okay. Or you can
4: okay. you can Google it or uh, search YouTube for the Whistling Death mm-hmm. and the co- uh, Corsair will appear.
0: Wow, okay. Very interesting guys. Okay, thank you for that. Let's push on to our next one, another silly one, but that's where it is. Will there be a Rio? No, because it's not a Phantom. Next, is the MiG-21's
2: radar alcohol cooled in DCS? Well, this uh, looks like a question for me, uh, obviously, (laughs) since uh, I programmed that uh, (laughs) radar. And uh, I, I have to uh, tell you that uh, no human liver has been injured during nah. the development of that uh, radar, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's a it's radar, uh, yeah, it's alcohol-cooled, alcohol yeah. Roger. Yeah, I'm not drunk,
0: yeah. Are there any other aircraft that use that, or is it just a MiG-21 as far as we know, for, for a coolant? I think possibly the 19, I'll have to look it up. Mm, OK. Very good. Next, we're back to the F4. Will the F4U be able to carry as much armaments as it did in real life?
3: Uh, well, it certainly will be capable of carrying a full load of ordnance. We're talking of, about variety of bombs. There was also a possibility to carry some uh, smaller missiles, or rockets, should I say, mm-hmm. since those were not unguided uh, thingies. And uh, later on, it was also possible to carry the tiny teams, which is the larger variant of the rocket uh, specifically developed to uh, destroy certain larger concrete facilities such as bunkers.
0: Interesting. I'm uh, just looking on Wikipedia here, and I know it's Wikipedia, but I've got six for this aircraft six times half inch M2 Brownings, and below that, I've got four times 20 mil cannons. I'm guessing it's either you have the six Brownings. All the four cannons. Which ones are you model got, guys? Uh,
3: six Brownings. The the 20 millimeter uh, cannon version was the F4U-1C, and it was specifically developed to uh, a different tasks, which demanded a higher um, volume of fire. Anything else about the about the payload
0: of the aircraft before we move on, guys? There, there's one more weapon we, we'd like to
1: do. Mm. Uh, we ha- we still have to model it first. And that 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 would include the the bat the, the radar guided bat, uh, bomb
0: bat bomb. Oh wow! Hang on, I think I know about this. Could you tell? it Wow! Look at that. So, are you telling me an F four could carry that? It looks enormous. It was actually used during the war. Wow, that's amazing. So, is this would be this be guided by the pilot like a ball pop type? Affair, or is it a different... Is it, what it, had, it, it had
3: a self-guiding radar. Oh, wow. It's much more primitive than, than, than Bullpup. It's, uh, I, I mean, it's reminiscent of the mid-40s uh, era. Yeah, It's the first attempt, so... But what an interesting piece of history that is, guys. Right.
0: So at the moment we don't know if that's going to be a thing or not, but it's it's a possibility. Depends
3: we? of availability of documentation. That's basically it.
0: Roger. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll leave that there. But I'm glad I asked that question because I'd love to see that in DCS. I love these. I love these first incarnations of the guided weapon. I mean, this is like the great, great, great grandfather of the AGM-65. Or, or well, maybe not quite because it's radar guided. But you know what yeah, I mean. Case-house. Yeah, that's exactly right, isn't it? JSAL. Wow. Grandfather of Jason Very good. Okay. Next, are there any other versions of the MiG 21 in the plan, like the F 13 or the PFM? Not at the moment, but, you know, it's come up in discussions a lot about doing
1: other variants, and it, it wouldn't be hard to do uh, art wise. However, I know one of our members, two, a couple of our members, would like to do a variant. Watch uh, out. lancer d by uh, the roman air force uh, romanian
0: Mm -hmm. air force excuse me and uh, pfm by the polish air force that's interesting so we've got the biz guys could you explain roughly i've never understood this can you explain roughly what the biz is is it like the latest version or i never really got my head around it
4: Biz was released as a so-called russian is daily 70 75 that means uh, version 75 it's the the last version that the Soviet Union produced uh, mm. as the, the, the best uh, possible version of that particular airframe. So, everything else that has been done in, mm. in different countries as an upgrade or modernization or whatever you call it is uh, are basically individual cases and not widely spread or widely used. Mm outside that those particular countries and the the, the other version of uh, original mig-21 that you're mentioning and that you maybe some of your users wants to know basically they don't have anything particularly new or advanced to bring into dcs you know mm-hmm. uh, from that perspective th- there is no particular point of doing that mm. aircraft uh in spending time and resources mm-hmm. in developing aircraft just to to exist there it will be nice to have it or occasionally fly it but nothing particularly new compared to to the this version you know mm-hmm. so it's the best best official version that existed
0: roger that's what i that's what i kind of guessed it would be and again we've got the mig-15 uh biz as well which i'm guessing is the same thing the kind of ultimate uh, uh, soviet version but okay guys fine um the next question is interesting again very popular the mig-21 so it looks like we're gonna have lots of questions will the mig-21 get the lazur gci guidance could you explain what that the desert gci guidance is please guys
4: was the soviet name of the system of distant uh uh radio guidance uh, inter- radio inter- uh, controlled interception mm-hmm. so basically um a pilot would have a one uh, uh, instrument in the front panel, Uh, and uh, that instrument, of course, had a uh, receiving part, which would receive the signals from the ground-controlled interception station, uh, where the interception controller would send, uh, uh, without speaking in the open air, Mm -hmm. on the open channel, uh, would send commands, or instructions, uh, what to do with the aircraft, where to fly, and how fast to fly, when to turn the radar on, off, when to turn the afterburner, and so on, and so on, in order to uh, position the 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 interceptor, the fighter, uh, beyond the target, or in uh, proper uh, position for the missile or guns use, the purpose of this device is to send the protected signals that were hard to jam at, at, at the time, and, uh, to avoid open channel communication, that uh, all the channels that are open are, are listened, monitored, mm. and also to uh, cover up the, the tactical... Um, uh, how, how, how would I say... Uh, approach to mm. s- some uh, combat uh, situation now uh now about the, the the implementation it's an interesting question essentially uh it could be done by third party for any fighter aircraft uh, of the of the soviet uh, origin and we can also do it for the mig-21 uh but uh if we want if we ever decide to do it it, it won't come as a Uh, cockpit 3D mesh change because it would be complex and it would be it will mess things around and you would need to to, to have a additional files and so on and so on Mm -hmm. but uh, it's possible to do it as a pop-up screen or something Mm -hmm. pretty much similar as the control screen when you press right control enter for example when you see Mm -hmm. where are you where where your controls are Mm -hmm. or similar to that uh, uh, GPS device mm-hmm. that is also implemented so technically it is possible to do as a pop-up screen however on the other side it's much better way to wait for eagle dynamics to eventually maybe to provide the infrastructure to do to do that to implement th- that device Roger.
0: Okay.
4: and uh, if it is ever implemented in make21 I would go with a pop-up uh, pop-up screen rather than changing the the cockpit mesh.
0: Roger, guys, that sounds really good. I just interviewed a guy on a J-35 Draken. Obviously, same you know, relatively same area era of technology, and they had a similar system, I believe, radio based, where they could the GCI could send up uh, intercept uh, data um, off off radio uh, directly to the aircraft, and it would display it relatively similar to the 21. Very interesting, guys. Okay, thanks for that. I think that would actually be really cool. Because intercepting is really hard. You know, in a in a legacy aircraft um, without a, you know, super-duper Link-16 or something. Um, it'd be a really interesting part of flying. Question 14. What, if anything, is being worked on for the CE-2, the Christian Eagle 2, concerns about the flight model, especially roll rate, still pepper the forums? I don't use the forums i did actually complain about the roll weight and it may have even come from me originally um i do reviews on all of the aircraft and the christian eagle we did a review and we rated it highly we really liked it the only thing i wasn't too fond of was because it rolled so quickly and and that's what i said then however um, i didn't know you guys then but i do know eagle dynamics i spoke to nick gray um, who you probably know from eagle dynamics who's flown one of these and he explained to me Very carefully, it matches, uh, the roll rate does indeed actually match the real aircraft. I know it feels weird in a a simulator, but it does match the uh, real aircraft. And he told me about why, the wings, and about the weight of the wings, and the rough forces. And that's just how it is. That's how the real one is. So that put that to bed, and I did a follow-up video just explaining what Nick said. Obviously, some guys still aren't happy on the forums, but as far as I'm concerned, it was sorted out.
4: I'm pretty much satisfied with flight model. It's very advanced, uh, uh, considering that... Christian Eagle has two wings, which is very unique in... uh, in DCS and in many other uh, flight simulations. And I don't think that uh, other aircraft has uh, a flight model... uh, designed uh, to that level of complexity, as the Christian Eagle some things are uh, still a bit off i have to admit that but those things are uh, out of our uh, direct control so to say mm. so once uh, when the situation improves in that field i'll sure, surely uh, improve those things it's not forgotten plain it's roger. not done uh, the opportunity arises we will improve it
0: roger thank you for explaining that novak that's all very clear uh excellent good okay let's push on guys question 50 back to the f4 is any of the development for the f4u being taken from eagle dynamics experience with the 40 uh the sorry the p47 especially the engine work is this got this has got a similar or the same engine
3: as the p47 hasn't it guys double double wasp isn't it pratt and Whitney are 2800 uh but they are Quite different due to use of turbocharger in the P forty seven. Okay, Roger. Um, as to the qu- uh, as to the
0: question, are you guys worked with ED regarding that, or have you done it completely separately and, and differently?
4: It's it's separate work completely. We don't share anything, their code wise. We don't see their code. Uh, all we can do is to take the ED aircraft as we as we are doing right now and testing it. Uh, just to compare performances and to compare uh, aircraft behavior uh, to compare flight characteristics and and uh, behavior in, in the flight and so on and so on so that's the, the only uh connecting point between those two aircraft at this moment
0: okay uh where are we 16 given that there are little to no assets for the pacific theater i'm guessing we're talking about um you know, uh, 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 aircraft carriers and stuff. How does the F4U fit in the DCS universe?
1: Well, we all have to use our imaginations, you know, like a lot of us did in the early years of flight sims. So mm. You use what you have. You know, you could use a channel map. You can send Corsairs after German boats mm-hmm. or German artilleries. Uh, you can use the Caucus map with Lindley's Russian F4Us going after German 109s. You know, you could you just have. F- just use uh, fake war scenarios.
0: Roger. You know what, guys? we we it's right up our alley. I mean, the F four U. It's got an arrestor hook, hasn't it? Yes. Roger. So uh, we've operated so many things off carriers that we're not supposed to operate. I mean, we're we happily <laughs> we'll happily operate it from a Stennis or, or or a supercarrier. You know, you, again, you do, someone at some point is going to bring out a World War Two uh, ship. Uh, as in a, a, a carrier, and then we can put it on there. But until that until that happens, we'll be
3: happily, we'll be happily uh, operating off whatever we've got. If I may only add one thing there, we're basically waiting also for the Mariana Island map, yes. which Egoidavix uh, at some point will uh, release, and that will be probably the closest ever uh, situation to get the realistic or historically correct uh, scenario for the Corsair.
0: Roger. Now, I've, never, I've I've not been able to speak to Eagle Dynamics about that yet. Does anyone know if that map is coming with uh, naval units, or does anyone not know? No idea. No idea. Roger. Okay, guys. Didn't they say they were making an Enterprise-class carrier? Um, what's Enterprise-class, Sorry. Andy? What's Enterprise-class?
5: It was one of the uh, the f- first of the newer type carriers in World War II. Ah. Okay. So that would uh, yeah. tie those boys together Stru- nicely, because the new Enterprise is with the F-7, I believe oh really
0: i think don't quote me on that but i, th- All I, right. I think that's what uh, simon or nick said at one point okay guys i'll have to go and i'll have to go and do some i'm very good at digging i'll go and do some digging and find out but i'm i'm sure they've not overlooked it i'm sure i'm sure it will come with a relevant carry at some point okay guys anything else about that question before we move on
4: f for you was uh as you know as as you might know was used in um korean yes so basically it was uh essentially outperforming uh, first jets there that were used for different tasks. And he was uh, particularly good in uh, close uh, air support missions or, or, or missions when you need to engage ground troops or, or ground enemy assets with either unguided rockets or guns or whatever or go to, to recognize this missions. So I, I believe that once the... Uh, Corsair joins the, the dcs family many users will love it you know because it, it's it's very nice and very peculiar very hard to kill aircraft uh, very good uh, uh, armored aircraft with a significant firepower uh, that it, it can deliver and I'm I'm particularly interested in how uh, that engine with, with such a low uh, hit uh, signature will perform with uh, the heat-seeking missiles and stuff. Ah. I guess you'll have to uh, get really close. And Corsair was fast.
0: That's interesting. I've just Yeah, they were still producing them in 1953, I see, so that's interesting. Well, the other thing is that as well as World War II, like you said, it covers uh, it covers the Korean War, so you can put it together with the F-86 and, uh, and the MiG-15 as well, which I hadn't even thought about.
3: Well, there is a Korea 52 uh, server online, so that's the first place to look for it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, then the World War II servers, mm-hmm. I would imagine. Roger. Very
0: good, guys. Very good. Okay so oh back to mig 21 again there are rumors of a mig 21 revamp mig 21 2.0 i've heard this as well uh is this true and if so can you elaborate on potential updates and features this is mostly an art art side update
1: which would consist of a hundred percent overhaul of the external model and the cockpit which would include all new textures and everything
0: Roger. A bit like the A10s just had, yeah? Even the legacy A10? Pretty much. How interesting. Okay, right. up to a new, you know, the next level of textures and stuff like that. Yes. It's really nice to see you guys, um, and the same with the A10, just not forgetting it but, you know, keeping it up to date as computers get better. Uh, I, I've, we really appreciate that because it makes it seem like a brand new plane. Okay, that's cool. Um, anything else you want to say about that? Well, and, and
1: not unless Novak or Roland have anything that they want to add or update for
0: for a newer version. I suppose I should ask. Uh, or maybe I shouldn't. I was going to ask. When are you doing it? <laughs> but... I've already implemented what I, what I call Phase One, which is basically mating the
1: the old cockpit to the new model that we have. I've been updating, and that, though it's mostly for the VR users that mm-hmm. were complaining about these huge holes in the, mm-hmm. the side frames and everything.
0: Mm-hmm. So number eighteen. What type of navigation equipment will be available in the Air Four U? Are there any plans to implement the uh, YE ZB radio system or the Mark Three plotting board? Now, you excuse me, I don't really know what either of these are, but can you explain what these systems are and if and what you're adding, please? Uh, e- easily put, they're they're basically homing systems
1: that you use a, a radio a radio system to home in on the carrier. Roland, I believe, is in the middle of programming it. Uh, He might be able to give more info on what he's doing.
2: Well, this uh, YZB uh, radio homing system is a a primitive radial interception device mounted on aircraft carriers. So, if you're familiar with the uh, Mm MiG-21 radio navigation system with those 360 radials, well, you're going to get a more primitive version of it with only 12 radials. You're going to have to guess your way around... Uh, navigating those those radials, Mojo. but it's uh, but it's uh, usable.
0: Good. That sounds really exciting. That sounds good. Yes. <laughs> is this for the carrier? Yeah, the, this system.
2: Uh, well, this is uh, actually an um, extended implementation for uh, all the um, runways in the uh, in the game. But the the carrier will get a um, particular radio signal. You can hold on to so it, you'll get uh, a specific morse code for that so, so
3: it's, a, it, uh, you, it's a
2: carrier
3: useful skill to learn Morse
2: code. morse code yeah. oh yes it's going to be essential. yes forgot to mention that
0: uh-huh. right i am slowly getting now i'm learning my ndbs i am learning my morse code now but it's taking a long time guys that sounds good and is that going to guide you well like you said partially onto a radial for the carrier or I don't think it was meant to to line you up with the carrier.
1: Ah. It was basically to take you to the carrier. Okay. You'd have to use the Mark II eyeballs to line yourself.
0: Up. Right. So direction finding just to direction finding, if you like, just to the carrier, and then sort yourself Correct. out. Right. Okay, guys, that makes sense. I I will look forward to using that. Uh, question twenty. Don't know where nineteen went, but who cares? Will there be any AI or static World War Two U.S. Navy aircraft like Hellcats or Avengers? to populate the environment for the F4U. We have
1: nothing planned yet. Going on with your your next question, we do have assets that are in the works that will be released afterwards, which include some AAA flat guns. But however, after we finish those, and depending how our timeline looks, we we could possibly do some extra AI stuff.
0: Roger, Uh, let me just read that second question, guys, so I can catch up with you. Will you be releasing the F4U carriers ai0 as a package or are you going to wait till the mariana's map before, before release so so what so, so we'd like to know that what these things are that you uh these assets and how will they be released as a module or just chucked into the game i i guess it would have to be like the the chinese yep asset pack
1: but we'll, we'll have to create a Pacific asset asset pack uh, the, the carrier though we would
0: like to release with the f4u as one package Everything else will be separate. Right. Uh, next one. A bit of a weird one. I was just reading ahead. What lawnmower will you use to record the engine sounds for the FOU? The CE2 sounds like a like something, a, either a lawn boy or a Toro, whatever that means. Perhaps a four stroke this time. Just joking. Okay. Well, <laughs> I've already answered that, but anything you want to add to that?
4: We got a lot of uh, criticism about that, that the sound for the CE2, although we did everything we could to, to acquire as I said, a, a clean, decent sample, sound sample for that particular uh, engine and the propeller. Uh, however, for the Corsair, Corsair was uh, sort of a legendary aircraft among the aircraft uh, of the Second World mm-hmm. War and uh, shortly after that. So, there are still a uh, few of them flying, or at least in very good condition, and some of them, uh, even if they might be a static, they uh, fire up the engine occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the acquiring sounds, a uh, good sound sample for the uh, uh, Corsair engine was not a big deal. So we got a lot, a lot of sound samples for that aircraft, and we already selected them, analyzed them, picked it up the best ones, and implemented them already in the in the DCS, and at the moment Corsair is using those sounds and the engine sounds. If you ask me, engine sounds very nice. It could always be better, but it sounds very, very nice. We need to uh, 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 extend the implementation so that AI sounds uh, also, uh, AI sounding system also use our sounds instead of uh, P51. And I hope that users will be pleased with the engine sounds for the Corsair when it comes out.
0: What you guys? Yeah, that's one other thing I'm looking forward to is that whopping great double radial. Uh, and it sounds great. I'm sure you'll agree it sounds great in the P-47 as well. Pump your sounds right up to maximum. 23, can you develop another Russian full fidelity module, like the MiG-21? Everyone loves the MiG-21, obviously. Or do you need access to the actual aircraft and documentation, and is it more complicated? From, from an artistic
1: side, it, it's we, we can make anything full fidelity, but normally we, we would always need documentation. Now, you without documentation it, it can make things
0: difficult but it's not impossible mm-hmm. so for the big 21 uh, for, for example can I have a rough idea of what kind of stuff you had access to with our connections we we can we have access to about almost all the variants you can think of
1: except for maybe the Lancers from mm-hmm. Croatia and Romania
0: mm-hmm So you could physically crawl over an aeroplane, is that right? And literally (laughs) take photos and stuff.
1: Well, the MiG-21's been in service for for so long, they're starting to pop up in museums all over the place.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, what was the success of the MiG-21 based on, in your opinion, if I may just first of all? uh, For me, when I first got into DTS, I much preferred the F5. It was simpler it was easier it was quieter but then as i learned to fly over two or three years it takes a long time in dcs much more interested in the russian stuff and the harder stuff to operate the harder stuff to fly the mig-21 you know whether you're a good pilot or a bad pilot it's still a hard it's a difficult plane to fly and it's very raw very noisy um and so i really appreciate that and that's why i personally like it but what do you guys think about the question
4: we can talk a lot about mig-21 history you know but to put it short, MiG-21 was the first third-party uh, module for DCS. Initially, it was done for, uh, as a free downloadable module for the Flaming Eclipse 2. And it was based on Lua scripting, very naive implementation. But uh, it actually enabled uh, uh, new uh, simulation that Eagle Dynamics were already working on. To actually develop into module, modular uh, world, as you can see it now, mm-hmm. which allows uh, to, to plug in different things there, not just aircraft, but also uh, either naval or ground vehicles, and uh, also to be open it to other th- third parties. Uh, make itself it, it traveled very difficult and and, and bumpy road initially, and it's significant is, uh, and success also is probably greater than merely measured with the uh, statistical numbers or uh, maybe financial reports. The important thing is that users love the aircraft and uh, love the game that is DCS. And lot, uh, lots of new things are in development and perspective for all involving parties are much brighter than there was in a six years ago.
0: Yeah, no, I didn't even know that. So that's brilliant. Thank you for explaining that. Uh, Twenty-five. Do you intend to include any missions slash campaigns with the F four and the F eight? Yes, of course. <laughs> for
1: the F four, F four, you and the F eight, we're going to be including many campaigns in which the users want to continue. They can purchase a. They can purchase one that's going to be sold separately
0: cool guys that's a great idea having the kind of teaser if you like and then and then you can add on to that if you're enjoying it i don't know if that's been done but that's really cool yeah 26 will you release the f4u with skins for uk ref and nz i'm guessing that's new zealand air force as well as usa oh of course uh, there'll be a full complimentary uh assortment of
1: liveries just like we did with the ce2 yeah. Uh, well, I think I believe we'll have a few airshow variants as well from the from the fifties. Uh, I think we'll have a few from the Soccer Wars and a ton of Marines because because the artist is a Marine.
0: Ah, oh, really? <laughs> Fair, enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Thank you, guys. Twenty-seven. Does the cranked wing of the F four U brackets to provide ground clearance for the huge prop introduce you introduce any unique flight modeling issues?
4: There are some peculiar uh, phenomena, so to say, and they are implemented. Otherwise, certain things with this aircraft won't be possible. I mean, it it, it would not be possible to recreate certain uh, aircraft uh, features, so to say, and way it flies. So there were there were no issues, you know. Mm-hmm. There were just research, analytics, and implementation.
0: Roger. Uh, is this twenty-eight? Yes. Will the F for you and F8 fly with <laughs> wings folded in the now firmly established DCS f 18 c tradition. I apologise. I started that up. I I started that when I flew um, uh, the F18 with that with the wings closed. It's actually an interesting question. I know it's stupid. Actually, it's not stupid, guys, because I know for a fact an F8 has flown with wings folded up. Uh, but have you thought about that? An interesting question. Have you actually thought about what's gonna? Is it modelled? if you can try and fly these with the wings packed up? From a
3: purely historical perspective, I haven't uh, heard of any Corsair flying with wings folded, but as, as you mentioned, there's been a fair number of accidents, so to speak, uh, since nobody intentionally flies the aircraft with the wings mm. folded, but there's been a number of accidents with the Crusader uh, taking off or launching from the carrier with the wings folded. Uh, even in particular instance, with an aircraft uh, being loaded with full ordnance, so there are there is some mudging there. There must be. I'll have to find the incident because I'm I'm, sw- I'm sure it happened. But I don't think
1: the F4U has
0: enough wing area. I to thought that them. I thought that there's hardly <laughs> any left. There's hardly any left once you fold them up, is there?
2: Yeah.
4: From the uh, perspective of aerodynamics, F4U the, the Corsair had a uh, ailerons uh, on the tip of the wing so to say mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, the, the the foldable parts would go vertical so you will be, you'll be deprived of uh, actually possibility mm-hmm. to bank the aircraft and actually trying to bank the aircraft will cause uh, directional stability issues then uh, changing the wing surface will uh, greatly decrease overall stability of the aircraft so it's a mess and uh, technically uh, I don't know uh, if the aircraft linkages are strong mm-hmm. enough I think that, that, that if you try to fold the wings in flight, the, the wings will either snap mm-hmm. or twist in a very, very uh, weird way. So, you would be in a problem uh, momentarily. Technically, if you're asking if, if it is possible to fly, provided enough speed for the courser uh, remaining uh, fixed uh, wing part is still enough to, to provide enough lift But I say that, for example, stall speed uh, would be decreased at least twice. Mm -hmm. So it would be difficult. Uh, And there would be no banking possibility, uh, and stability would be greatly uh, reduced. And Basically, it's possible, but... (laughs) you you can't do anything with Mm -hmm. such aircraft. Uh, We'll model the forces once we get the damage model done. I'll model the forces and simply calculate if the wing will snap at some point or no. And they will probably snap, because, as I said, the linkage is not uh, too too great. Mm -hmm. And as for the F-8, it has uh, foldable wingtips, so to say, and uh, ailerons are uh, more... uh, 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 ailerons are completely on the fixed side of the wing. So, technically, Mm -hmm. for that particular airplane, it could be possible to fly, But then again, there are stability issues and uh, because stability greatly depends on the wing surface and position of the medium air cord and so on and so on. And uh, uh, the the stall speed would be greatly increased, so it would be very difficult to fly such an aircraft.
0: Roger, very thorough answer, lovely guys. Okay, let's push on to 29. Will the Crusader's variable incident wing be modeled for takeoff and landing, brackets, extends by 7 degrees for increased lift?
4: Of course, that's uh, absolute necessity is one of the main features uh, of that particular aircraft. So no worries, that, that, that will be implemented and that has to be implemented.
0: Roger. So my understanding is this is for carrier landings, so that it can fly slow enough, presumably, to land on a carrier.
3: Or the opposite way is uh, it actually, the way I heard a pilot describe it, it's not actually the wing going up, but the nose going down, so right. you can see the deck.
0: That's actually really... that is, isn't it? Because technically the wing is is not changing per se. It's, it's almost like the, the... because the body of the aircraft is kind of hanging off the wing, isn't it? That's interesting. I really look forward to seeing how you guys tackle that and how it feels when you do that and will the rf8 photo reconnaissance version be modeled for uh, a different mission role
1: that's something we had planned that if, if that would include a lot of 3d model changes to mm. what we have already
2: <laughs> i'm guessing it's so st- stripped down so basically mode. basically we could uh, take some screenshots with it <laughs>
0: Yeah, that will work, won't it? That's that's the new RF modelling. Pressing the print screen button. Very good. Yeah. Okay, not enough questions on the F8. I want more questions on the F8. But anyway, let's keep going. Um, Is the F4U coming... Oh, we've already answered this. It's coming with the Brownings. Uh, Yep, so we've done that. Uh, What is the future of DCS, in your opinion, and what would you like to see in the sim at some point? Hmm, that's an interesting one.
4: I well, can give you my opinion. <laughs>
0: well, go ahead, Alan.
2: Uh First of all, I'd like to see the the whole planet modelled.
0: <laughs> yeah, FS 2020 style.
2: Yes, yes, something like that. Yes. Might be a bit of a big ask. Yeah, that would be the the most. I don't know. Right, <laughs> thing for this, yes. Well, and sky's it's going the to be limit. Like development, yes.
0: As soon as you, t- I have talked about that to them, but it just opens up such a big can of worms the I don't know I don't know you know what everyone we've asked that question to has said exactly the same thing since FS 2020 came out everyone said they want the whole world modeled a bit like that I'd like to see
1: IK solvers be used for animations especially for pilots because animating pilots is really difficult (laughs) and the IK solvers would would immensely make it a lot easier
0: Roger I must admit I must admit the kind of the human side of dcs isn't the best modeled in terms of how they move and stuff like that right yeah it's a bit uh, in 1990s <laughs> so. but
1: it, i think from an artistic point of view they're they're act, they're, they're doing well they're, they're catching up with with uh, industry standards they, they finally have pbr and the,
0: the simulation is starting to look really beautiful mm-hmm. okay guys this question is the f4u going to be modeled with the jettison Canopy. Um, I don't really understand what they mean by that. Was there a certain version that had the jettisonable canopy or
1: I haven't looked into the dash fours variant, but I, I know for the D's for the D's and A's you, you had a you had to do kind of a sequence to get the canopy off the rails. And mm-hmm. basically you pull these two handles in and then you jam you jam these two levers forward. And the canopy won't just fall off. You have to push it off aircraft wow what (laughs) yeah you have to push it off i had no idea yeah but i think that's for instances where they can't get the canopy to slide back
0: otherwise i would i think most pilots would just slide it back and jump out next uh 36 is the crusader equipped with the anapq 1244 radar and the wet pylons option please
3: Basically yes, that's the very definition of the F eight J. It's uh, since it's a modernization of the F eight E. Uh, the wet pilots, uh, I presume, it means uh, it's it means that you can uh, place there the fuel tanks. Mm-hmm. So yes, they will be there.
0: I'm um, sorry, I don't know what what's the ANAPQ one two four. But that's a radar. Oh, that's the that's radar. A radar. Now it's for presumably search and lock but not weapons guidance i think we talked about earlier there was question whether there's a sparrow but there, were, there was no sparrow as far as i'm aware
3: well right. no sparrow but there was a very special sidewinder as uh rudel has mentioned earlier the aim 9c charlie mm-hmm. it basically had a capability sort of similar to a sparrow but uh, clo- shorter range and uh, it's it's just a very special sidewinder.
0: Is it radar guided sidewinder or rad-
3: Yes, you know. yes, yes. That's the that's the
0: peculiarity of it. How interesting! I didn't know such a thing existed. That is really interesting, isn't it, guys? Okay, and well, was did- that the C or the G? Uh,
3: C. 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 Okay.
0: And is your Crusader going uh, to be getting that if you can?
3: We'd like to. Yeah, it's basically a part of the uh, of the full range of weapons that were available for the Crusader.
0: Wow, how interesting lots of stuff i'm learning today guys because i didn't realize as well as that will it have normal sidewinders b's or d's or whatever i believe we'll have to it'll have the d the c and i believe we're going to try to get the g in there as well i think the sidearm was developed from the radar um, yes from the sea. sidewinder wasn't it Absolutely. when they
2: when they gave up on it very
0: mm-hmm. hmm. good guys question 38 how different in your opinion is the development of a jet module and with a helicopter one now you guys haven't done a helicopter so i don't know how you can explain that but any thoughts
1: novak uh, might be able to provide insight i know he made a small teasing video of mig-21 floating around in the air <laughs> at one time
4: <laughs> well in essence in essence uh, the the crucial difference is in uh, in forces and moments uh distributions of the, the uh, so to say the physics and modeling of some uh, uh, peculiar aerodynamic effects that uh, rotating wing creates. And helicopters, uh, to that matter, are much more complex. And on the other side, uh, they are much more interesting to model from the uh, aerodynamic perspective. Everything else is pretty much the same. You need to create 3D mesh, uh, uh, animate uh, uh, instruments, Switches, flips, and uh, systems that came with the, the the aircraft itself, but rotating wing is uh, and rotating uh, uh, tail rotor is uh, main uh, things to to, to to be considered for, for the for the helicopter model.
0: Mondria, and do you guys have any interest in making a helicopter one day?
4: Well, we had ambitions to make certain things, but for us at uh, at the moment with the uh, current uh, code base it's it's better to stick with the fixed wing aircraft at the moment but in the future you know maybe it's possible we, we don't know
0: question 39 how do you intend to recreate the sounds of the two birds do you have access to working planes to record the sound especially for the for the engine i guess guys uh, anything to add to that
1: we have uh, original recordings from, from a corsair as for the Crusader, that's something we're still working on.
0: Roger. I was just wondering is it a normal thing for just to go up to a working plane with a big microphone and capture sound, or is it, I guess. Well, you know? no, it, it, it required, I'm not going to say
1: complex equipment, but it, professional equipment was used to make the recordings, basically. Mm-hmm. And they take them at, they were taken at all different angles, they were taken during flight. Mm-hmm. Inside the cockpit, uh, flybys, all kind of nice things. Uh, we, we have recordings of the switches being flipped mm-hmm. uh, le- levers being flopped back and forth uh, the, the canopy rail going uh, not the canopy rail but the canopy
0: being slid back and forth. It's nice that you know developers actually take that time to do it because you know the average guy like me would have no idea even if it was the right engine sound or not so it's nice to see <laughs> that you guys are doing that you could easily just fake it
2: yes in the end we can always uh, fall back to lawnmowers <laughs> yeah
0: oh yes back to the two-stroke lawnmowers boys very good okay 40 how and why was the mig-21 chosen we've actually talked about this but i'll read it anyway how and why was the mig-21 chosen by you amongst other soviet fighters of the era and do you plan to develop another you fully answered that but anything you want to add to that three of us joined the
1: team originally while it was still in development novak is the original developer on this when it was first started so he might be better to answer why it was chosen (laughs) i think it might be pretty obvious why Mm
0: -hmm.
4: Mm -hmm. (laughs) so basically it was a very popular wide spread and that's how it was picked
0: question 41 what is important to you as a team and what do you focus on when starting a new project I believe the key would be for, for me it's it's communication it's, it's
1: it's the key for everything and I, I think that goes for any company to be honest I mean if, if you're not close if, if you have a team that's not close and, and they're they're always always by themselves or, or not doing much together, you can lose that cohesion Mm -hmm. and sometimes the pace can slow down when you're working on a project. So you
0: guys talk quite often stuff and... We um, we
1: try our best.
0: Roger, okay, very good. Uh, The next one guys, I think we'll just do very quick fire, uh, so we won't dwell on this, but uh, what is your all time favorite aircraft and why?
1: Mine would be the F4 Phantom. (laughs)
0: Lots of people (laughs) will agree.
1: It's definitely. uh, uh, the reason why is it's it's something i've been i've been around my whole life my my dad was in the air force and i was i was basically raised on an air force base and i used to see them as a kid all the time and going to the air shows i used to sit on the wings and get pictures
0: it was it was it's just an awesome aircraft the shape Sound, just everything about it. I have very fond memories of the Phantom. Yeah. Uh, Any any raises on the Phantom? Any any of the other guys? Uh, Yeah, Phantom times two. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what we're going with, guys. Forty-three. What makes, in your opinion, a good module? And how did you do? You create something that speaks back to the pilot, like noise, sounds, cabin shaking, and etc. When
4: you think of. um a simulated machine as a whole, in our case, the aircraft. And basically, as I see it, it's a combination, I'd say, of passion, experience, sensibility, knowledge and skill that makes one peculiar aircraft appealing to, 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 to people. It could be anything. It could be a transport aircraft, a glider or whatever. But you need to imprint some some life in it, you know? It's not just technical tactical thing, you know, you model all the forces and there it is, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. cockpit looks nice, ext- uh, uh, external model looks nice, and so on and so on. But you need to feel the difference, you need to, uh, how, how do you say, uh, try to uh, imagine or sense how that particular aircraft behaves, flies, fights, and so on and so on. So if I need to compare that with the uh, creation of aircraft, the process of that, with something uh, uh, from the common life uh, let's think of a writer for example all of us can write okay and if someone asked us to to write a novel or uh, uh, make a diary we can all do that but just a handful of us will make uh, their story very interesting you know mm-hmm. so you need to have a, a certain talent then you need to have some skills and knowledge you learn along the road and once you figure out certain things, you can, you, you develop some sensibility of, of of the aircraft. So, it's combination of, of everything else. You need to to add that grain of salt in what you do in order to get the, the proper thing. Roger. eventually.
0: Yeah, excellent answer. And the key word I felt there was feel. It has to feel right and um, feel like you imagine the aircraft is going to be. Is it possible to create the UB version of the MiG-21? and we can have it as a trainer fighter as well for a few bucks. My understanding of a UB is it's Russian designation for the trainer version. Is that right, guys? Yes, it's basically a twin cockpit version. Mm-hmm. Is
4: that, was it UM and uh, not UB? I think it was MiG-21 UM. Or maybe the, there was some some uh, UB version, I don't know. Not sure, the but... latest trainer that they had was UM yep. designer, as, uh, as I know it.
0: Agreed. It is a indeed a U.M. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and to answer the question, is there some, any interest in doing that, or are we going to leave it as the single-seat fighter version?
4: Well, you know, t- technically it could be done. It, the, the, the the majority of work would be. Once again, on the 3D side, because you're basically creating two cockpits. Mm-hmm. Two cockpits are almost two airplanes, mm-hmm. you know, almost. So it's complex. It's complex from that perspective. From perspective of usability, in this it would be nothing more than uh, one interesting peculiar aircraft, which which you can have a uh, several hours of uh, interesting time, and that's all, because the combat capabilities of that aircraft were very, very modest. It had only two uh, launchers and no radar and uh, very limited uh, other equipment that is related to combat. And the only interesting thing would be to sit in the back cockpit and uh, uh, look through the periscope and feel mm-hmm. pretty much like in a submarine that is mm-hmm. attempting to land uh, on the concrete <laughs> strip.
0: Very interesting. Uh, Next, a bit of a strange one. Is the current situation with the virus affecting your goals and dates as a developer or does it not affect you?
3: I think it depends on each uh, of us or affects maybe Mm -hmm. differently. In my case, since I'm uh, especially focusing on the research uh, for for the modules, it's certainly limiting the possibilities uh, to access, for example, the museum Mm -hmm. or archives uh, Mm -hmm. due to uh, movement restrictions. Particularly uh, across the uh, across the places. Like I'm not even uh, saying the countries, but cities. Even so,
1: well, we'll find out for sure if it will affect us in the next few months.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Or well, what we have planned coming up, <laughs> Roger. Okay, guys. Do you think? Oh, political uh, DCS politics. Do you think the balance has shif- shifted towards blue for? in DCS way beyond recovery so we're talking f-14 f-16 f-18 and whatever else any thoughts on that or are you just staying clear of that minefield I don't think so I I think it's it's kind of like fashion it's it's a fad you you Mm -hmm. have someone comes out with something
1: and everyone follows along I think the market for for Red 4 is still there Mm
0: -hmm.
3: there's there's a lot of people that still want to see Russian aircraft built agreed I guess it all—it o- also depends uh, what uh, part of the game you play. If you, if you pay a visit to uh, something like a Cold War server uh, to try to fly it, it's uh, you might actually be surprised that the situation is often reversed. It's the red that dominates the skies.
0: Yep, fair enough. I've been in plenty of those guys. Okay, uh, last official question: Is it hard to choose a certain variant? Of the plane being developed and stick to it all the way instead of going for a Frankenstein one combining historically not accurate parts and options on the same airframe with now I've interviewed all of the developers now apart from Razbam, and we, we have said some of them have had to combine variants together because it's just not possible to get access to research. I guess we can, I tend to agree to that. We, we originally planned on releasing the
1: F8L mm-hmm. variant, but there just wasn't enough documentation. So we decided to, to start working on the J instead.
0: Roger, I see. So that's a big problem, I suppose, trying to get hold of, trying to get access and get hold of information.
3: The key, the key answer basically to it is the more documents, the more uh, materials you obtain, the further you can push it.
0: Roger yeah L there was only 61 built
4: there is also another thing when you try to implement uh, a certain thing into DCS you rely on a uh, DCS so to say infrastructure that is already there mm-hmm. if uh, some uh, something that should support your work that don't exist you need to switch to something else Mm-hmm. Uh, to compensate you know if mm-hmm. there the, uh, if you can uh, implement certain aircraft system because there is no support for that you need to offer alternative for example mm-hmm. uh, th- that's the point and the, the, the DCS is uh, there are a lot of things that could be done in DCS and still are not done mm-hmm. you know and there are constant I believe not just from us but also from the other third parties mm-hmm. There are also uh, probably constant requirements towards Eagle Dynamics to enable support for this and that, and this and that, and so on and so on. So in some cases, it's necessity. In some cases, it's uh, uh, maybe a choice. And as long as, as it doesn't hurt anyone, then there is no, no other option.
5: I have a, a question. Send. Uh, if, if you don't mind talking about it, at the very start when we were setting up, um, a I think you briefly touched on one of the guys was disabled and was. Uh, I think I can't remember the words he said.
0: Michael, I think, paraplegic,
5: quadriplegic. Yeah. Quadriplegic. I <laughs> mean, that's that's amazing <laughs> that you're developing a you know, a pro you know, a module for the for the program and, and that's you know the choir heavily disabling you know a thing. How how do you you know just you know I don't know how to explain that to me or well, it's, or it's... you explain that to us how that affects you.
1: It's not too hard. I'm a, I'm, I'm a quadriplegic, but I'm what's considered a low level, so I can still use my arms. I just can't use my fingers. <laughs> so I, I use a trackball, and I can use the keyboard, but I, I just push one key at a time when I'm doing things. It takes me a little bit longer to, to actually work on a module than, let's say, someone that can use all their fingers. But I'm, I'm working. It's...
5: I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty amazing. That's something amazing to overcome. Fair play here.
0: I've got a, uh, another story. Sorry, I don't know the kind of terminology, but we uh, have a similar thing with one of our myself and Alison's good friends. Um, he is, and I forgot how he got injured. I think it was in sport, doing sport. And um, he can only move neck upwards, okay? So imagine mm. literally neck upwards again. So you would probably think he couldn't do anything, right? But And they, admittedly he has to have a helper, but he is not just sitting there, he's become uh, like a leading counsellor in, uh, in the town that he lives in and he has to go into the town and, and do various work. I don't know how he does it, but kudos to him. Um, and I think, what's it, a triumph over adversity or something like that, I think you would have to I guess Same with Michael, it's just, uh, I don't know, it's, uh, it's good. <laughs> can't I, mean, really, I can't really think of the right thing to say, but it's just yeah. inspiring. That's the word.
5: Inspiring, isn't it? Exactly. Uh, that. I mean, there's got to be people out there who, who you know, have a, a disability that, you know, makes them computer-bound, for mm-hmm. say. And, and you know, that's that's pretty something amazing for them to hear, that, you know, that's what that you know, that person's doing. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty incredible. Thank you.
1: Well, it wouldn't be possible without the support, you know,
5: from my friends and family. My,
1: my friends helped me put my computer parts together. Uh, I the I'm I'm a veteran as well so I'm connected to the veteran um veteran affairs so they have services that have aids that help come get me ready in the morning mm-hmm. and that allows me to get to my computer to start work and everything and of course I have the the
0: great understanding for my coworkers here that understand my situation absolutely <laughs> so it makes makes life a little easier okay so we'll we'll wrap up then guys first of all you know you gave up your saturday night for me with four of you which is you know really appreciated answered all of the valued viewers questions uh which is great two modules like i said to the beginning two modules i'm genuinely actually really looking forward to uh, uh using especially the crusader perfect for me can't wait for that um so thank you uh novak michael radu and rudel for coming It's much appreciated i hope to stay in contact with you uh, any final thoughts from you for awesome humans once again i like to thank you
1: or at least grim reapers and everyone else mm-hmm. for inviting us for this interview giving us a time to speak our minds and our thoughts about our modules and the team and i want to thank all the users out there that are still supporting us and thank you for your patronage
0: brilliant that's a that's a good way to wrap up guys. Good way. Very popular guys you four. Okay, thanks very much guys. I'm going to log off now because I'm going to get in trouble uh with the wife and I will see you guys <laughs> in in due course. All okay, right. Thank, thank you very much. Bye everyone. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Night. Thanks, good guys. night.
3: Bye bye. Thank you.